Good morning, basketball fans. Welcome to this week's edition of the Small College Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Cottrell. With more than 10 years of NCAA Division I and Division II men's basketball coaching experience, with relationships in college basketball across the nation and across all levels. Every week I work to bring you the only podcast with news, scores, highlights, and insight from men's basketball at the NCAA Division II, NCAA Division III, NAIA, NCCAA, and the USCAA levels. Combined, these levels of college basketball beyond Division I account for nearly 1,200 small colleges and universities across the country. We are here to celebrate their basketball programs, players, coaches, and history together. The Small College Basketball Podcast is a production of smallcollegebasketball.com and founder John McCarthy on a mission to unite all people with a passion for small college basketball. Welcome to today's episode of the Small College Basketball Podcast. We are recording live from the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic in St. Joe's, Missouri, being played at the Civic Arena. Today's episode includes a brief recap of Saturday's games, including post-game comments from all eight coaches, as well as a recap of all Sunday's games. Eight-game slate over the weekend, a terrific event with some of the best programs in the country. Thank you to John McCarthy for organizing a wonderful, enjoyable event, putting together a first-class operation at this year's Small College Basketball National Hall of Fame Classic. Let's get right to it because game number one featured University of Alabama Huntsville, ranked 20th in the country against number 21 in the nation, Seattle Pacific. It looked like the first game of the season for both teams in the first half. Seattle Pacific led in halftime 40-33. They were up by as many as 11 early in the second half, but Alabama Huntsville rallied behind big games from freshman Luke Burnett, 21 points, transfer C.J. Williamson, super versatile, super tough, double-double, 14 points, 10 rebounds. Freshman for Alabama Huntsville, Chaney Johnson had 14-5. It just wasn't quite enough, and Seattle Pacific held on at the end to get their first win of the season, 77-71 over the Chargers. Seattle Pacific got terrific games from guard Devontae Moffitt, super solid with the basketball, 19 points, 8 assists. Sharif Khan, big off the bench, 4 made 3 pointers. Big man Kelton Salora had 16 points. Shaw Anderson with 12 points for Seattle Pacific. A great opening game of the Small College Basketball National Hall of Fame Classic. Let's hear from both coaches. First up, a bit of a muffled audio from Coach John Schulman in Alabama Huntsville. Schulman, opening game of the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic. Coach, first game of the season, 77-71. Obviously, you guys come in with high expectations. What did you learn about your team tonight? Well, I love our team. You know, yeah, absolutely, we got high expectations. We're right 20th in the country. We return 17% of our scoring, 16% of our rebounding, 15% of our assists. We had five freshmen out there at one time. Five freshmen out there against uh, a Seattle Pacific team who has got two guys under the age of 21. So we've got no experience whatsoever. 
um, we should have been picked not 20th but 220th <laughs> and and I'm just going to tell you when it comes crunch time in January February I don't think a lot of people are going to want to play us I think you're probably right it was a good showing tonight for sure in game number one really good performances from all your newcomers I mean guys that I'm watching CJ Williamson you got to be really happy with Chaney Johnson as a freshman I love and Luke Barnett as a freshman I love talk about their games tonight well I mean Luke can shoot the ball you know I mean you're shocked when it doesn't go in he missed a big three over there in the corner mm -hmm. I think to cut it to three yes um, late you expect them all to go in and Luke's just gonna get better and better he does has the ability to put the ball on the floor Chaney was in foul trouble the whole night and so I mean you didn't see the real Chaney Johnson. Chaney Johnson's got a chance to be really good. C.J. Williamson's an absolute competitive son of a gun. He's got a chance to be really, really good. And, you know, when we got invited out here to this last year when we had all of our seniors and right. we were a Sweet 16 team, now we've come out here with 11 freshmen and all these young kids, and you don't know what you're going to get. And um, I will go to war with our team any day because we're going to get better and better, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be a lot of fun seeing these guys grow. Yeah, I, I like your team. I like the way you guys play. You said you were supposed to come out here last year. Obviously, you're enjoying the experience this year. What does this weekend mean to you, to your program? Well, it's you know, if you get invited out here and you're lucky enough to get out here, you're one of the elite Division II programs in the country. John McCarthy, what he's done is made this special for the kids. The Hall of Fame banquet last night, listening to the Hall of Famers, listening to Kenny Davis talk about being a captain on the 72 Olympic team. I remember my brother was in tears. I remember being six years old, knew something what something was going on, but, but you know, you're living history out here. And uh, for the kids to be able to hear those guys yesterday and to be participating in this is, is a pretty good deal for especially 11 freshmen to understand what it's all about. Good luck this season, Coach. Thanks again. I appreciate it, Chris. I'm joined now with Coach Grant Leap, uh, Seattle Pacific men's basketball. Big win tonight, opening game of your season, 77-71, here at the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic. Coach, what did you learn about your team tonight? Really good performance. You know, we learned a lot. You know, that's why we came here. There's, there's, when you play a great team like Alabama Huntsville, you're just going to get put in situations where you're faced with adversity constantly. We're never comfortable. Every time we kind of got a little run going, they come back and hit a three or, or hit a big basket, get fouled, get to the free line. So the way that our group was able to come together and push through that adversity, that, that, that was exactly what we needed with this team. Yeah, I really like the way that Devontae Moffitt played, your point guard, Shaw Anderson. Great games from them tonight. Talk about their performance and, and a little bit of your team. Yeah, I mean, Devontae, the, the growth that he's made while he's been at SPU is just, it's phenomenal. And he works so hard at the game. And he just, he's got such a great feel and command for our offense and our system, and he knows how to execute it beautifully. And then Shaw, Shaw's just a guy that makes offense easy because he can score inside, he can score outside, and anywhere in between. So uh, having him back out there with us, it's just it's it's it makes things flow a little bit better. And then Harry Cavill provides great leadership, and it was a wonderful two-way player for us. He's one of the best two-way players in our conference. 
And then, you know, Sharif Khan, another six-year senior that provides great leadership and shooting ability. Then we have some young guys with Zach Paulson that comes in and competes and does anything that it takes to win. And then Kelton Samore keeps growing into a, into a really big role for us. He has such great feel and skill with the ball in his hands. At that position, it's just really unique, so it's kind of fun. We have a lot of fun pieces to play with and kind of become mad scientists on the offensive end of the floor. A lot of returners mm-hmm. off last year's team and even, you know, uh, two years ago. You were supposed to play in this last year. You only played 13 games last year. How are you approaching this season with high expectations, bunch of returners? What's your management style? Yeah, you know, these guys are making us, they're pushing us and forcing us to become better coaches. They know our stuff already, so we can't just go through and teach them the same old thing. So now we have to go another layer deeper on this and another layer deeper on that. But what ultimately that's going to do is that when when we do finally lose some of those six-year guys, it makes that you know, the guys that are their first, second, third year in our program, now that becomes our new baseline. So they're, they're making us better coaches. You know, through the pandemic and all the challenges that we had in Seattle, this group became as close as any team that I've ever been around, and I think they play with that. They play with that joy and that passion for each other and the friendships that they've built as, as great teammates, and it's a lot of fun to be a part of this group. That's awesome. Talk about the experience of being at the small college basketball Hall of Fame Classic. What's it like for your program, for you and your players? You know, this is it, it's almost surreal to be here finally. You know, we've been talking about this for about two years now. And, you know, to, to have the pandemic start when we were at the the West Regional and get sent home. Right. And then last year from circumstances outside of our control to, to not be able to go. This is the experience that this team has deserved for, for two years. And so we just we, we wanted to come here as the first team from the West Coast in this event and show that that hey we got some good good teams and some good players out west and don't don't forget about us. It's not just all about the southeast and midwest. We got some good stuff going out west too and we just wanted to make sure that we're representing that. Coach, good luck this season. We look forward to following you. Thanks a lot, Chris. Appreciate it. Joined now by Coach Drew Diener at Rockhurst University. Coach, challenging first night out for your team. Uh, played a played a good team in St. Thomas Aquinas. What'd you learn about your guys today? Um, I was just uh, I, we were really really rattled with their pressure. We tried to prepare for that. Obviously, see them on film last year, uh, but we we just don't have much game experience. Uh, we have one guy who played a lot for us last year. He's a five man. Our guards are uh, guys who have been forced to play a lot this year uh, real early and they don't have much experience. I think that showed because they're better than than they showed against those traps. And we just lost our poise. So it was frustrating to see because you know they're better. You see them daily doing ball toughness drills under duress and them handling it better. And then seeing this was, you can, can only chalk it up to inexperience and you just got a little bit overwhelmed. Yeah, and we definitely had some bright spots though in the second half you guys were able to get it to 12 big buckets from rich buyer uh nick voles played played pretty well talk about some of the bright spots for your guys you know rich buyer uh is a guy who is the biggest bright spot you mentioned he had poise he talked well uh he got us organized he just played like a veteran, and he hasn't had many minutes himself, so that was great to see. I thought Nick Ehrensberg was another guy who's a sophomore but hasn't played much, and he had some poise. So, yeah. so anyone with poise is looking good tonight. <laughs> and, and last question, Coach. What does this experience mean to you, mean to your program, to be here tonight and for the weekend at the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic? Yeah, it's, it's sweet. I've been here, recru- uh, not recruiting, but... Uh, 
uh, I'm not that much into the transfer portal. I've been up there scouting a little bit <laughs> and uh, seeing the, the good teams is always is always fun. Obviously, it's not as fun playing and getting smacked by one, um, but we're we're pretty. Um, we got a lot of injuries that are we're counting on some older guys to play for us. So these young guys are getting a lot of great experience, and that's hard to simulate, as I said. Yeah. Well, good luck the rest of the season, Coach. Thanks so much. Thank you, buddy. The matinee matchup at the first day of the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic was a dandy. Number one in the country and reigning national champion, Northwest Missouri State University taking on number 15, Northern State in a rematch of last season's Central Region Sweet 16 Overtime Classic. This one lived up to everyone's expectations. Energy in the arena was strong, attendance increased, and this was a terrific game. Northern State, bunch of newcomers relied on number 23, Jordan Balka, the only returner from last season, played significant minutes. He carried the scoring load this evening. Balka had 11 points in the first half. Northwest Missouri battled foul trouble. They trailed early 30-26 at halftime. West Dreamer led Northwest Missouri State at the half with eight points. In the second half, Northwest Missouri State came out possessed. Defensively, the pressure on the ball increased. It turned up. Offensively, Trevor Hudgens found his groove. Getting to the basket, knocking down a step back to give the Bearcats a 13-point lead with five and a half minutes to go. And then with three and a half minutes to go, Hudgens hit back-to-back -back dagger threes, putting the game out of reach. Northwest Missouri State wins the rematch 68-55. If you're Saul Phillips in Northern State, you have to be pleased with the competitiveness of your team, the way your newcomers perform together. Lefty guard Sam Matson finished with 12 points. Jordan Belka, returner from last season's team, finished with 15. For Northwest Missouri State, Wes Dreamer, 20 points, Diego Bernard, 14 points, and Trevor Hodgins, a big second half to have 22 for the game. Let's get comments from both coaches. I'm now here with head coach Ben McCollum at Northwest Missouri State. Uh, here the third game, the matinee of the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame tip-off, the Hall of Fame Classic. Coach, pretty good performance, game one to start the season. What did you learn about your team tonight? You know, we had to handle a lot of adversity, obviously, with uh, their run in that first half. They came out and did something that we hadn't seen yet um, offensively, and, and so we were a little bit shell-shocked. But they had a great game plan. Uh, obviously, they're well-coached and a tough team. And, um, you know, we were fortunate enough that second half to come out of here and, and um, get a win. Trevor Hudgens really stepped up in the second half. Uh, talk about his performance going down the stretch. Yeah, it was a little bit off to start. I think we were more off than anything. Their game plan had something to do with that. Um, you know, we just don't see a ton of hedges. So now we did, and now we can adjust to it and be ready for the next time a team hedges us. Really good win. Again, 68-55 uh, over the Northern State. Coach, Small College Basketball Hall of Fame, the ceremony last night, the event today and throughout the weekend. What does it mean to you and your program to be a part of that? Oh, a lot. You know, I think this is a fun deal. It's a fun event. We get a good crowd here, um, which is really neat, and this is a good good venue. And uh, John obviously does a fantastic job of setting it all up. Thank you so much, Coach. Good luck going forward this season. Thank you, sir. Joined now by Coach Saul Phillips at Northern State. Coach, uh, challenging game tonight with Northwest Missouri State, number one in the country. You know, a lot of things happened. What did you learn about your team tonight and all the newcomers you have? 
They fight hard. I thought they, they did a really good job of defending the most efficient team in the country. Uh, we did a good job of getting help from some places that I didn't know if we could get it from uh, in terms of, of help side rotations. It's hard to simulate Hudgens. Not many guys that can do what he can do. Uh, we got a lot of deflections. We were active defensively. Offensively, I thought we looked a little impatient at times. Uh, I think we're going to look back and see some times at the rim where maybe we forced through people instead of kicking it out to an open guy. Uh, but a lot of these guys didn't know each other about four months ago. I mean, this is... I hate losing, but boy, I'll tell you what. I think we're going to do some really good things this year, and I like the group. I think you got to take a lot of positives away from your team, you know, especially the way Belka stepped up for you and, and guard Sam Madsen, you know, Maston. How'd you feel about their performance? Well, Sam to get by just about anybody, it just so happens that it's tough to get by Diego. And yeah. it, one, of the, one of the problems we had offensively when they started to pressure, you need to be able to beat people off the dribble when it's that spread out and you know they're leaning on wings there's gaps to drive but we had a hard time finding that um, tonight but i think that's that's part of maturing as a group and uh, understanding we're better when we share the ball uh, it's a start it's, it, it is what it is i can't i can't change it uh, but it, you know, if our if our measuring stick if that if that is indeed the number one team in the nation, which I still think they are, mm-hmm. as long as as long as Hutchins is in that uniform, they're the number one team in America. If that's our measuring stick, then we we're pretty early into this. I think I think we can get to where we can compete nationally. Absolutely, absolutely agree. One last question, Coach, and again, thank you for your time. Small College Basketball Hall of Fame, the induction ceremony last night, the classic and the event going on this weekend. What does it mean to you and your program to be a part of this? Well, first of all, we've got a, we've got a former coach, Don Meyer, in the Hall of Fame. Uh, the guy that I played for and worked for, Bo Ryan, is in the Hall of Fame. So there's a lot of meaningful people. And I know the impact both those guys had in the game. So if I'm looking at those guys on stage, if, they're, if they've done half as much as those two, they've done more for the game than I ever will. So... It's special. It's nice. and Good to have the kids get a sense of history a little bit, too. Great, Coach. Thank you so much. We'll be following all year. You bet. Thanks. The nightcap of the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic featured hometown and host school Missouri Western versus Embry-Riddle Aeronautical out of Florida. Tonight's opening game for both teams marks a return to the court for Embry-Riddle, who did not compete last year due to COVID, but they returned four players from their 20-win season in 2019-2020, including Romeo Crouch. It looked like in the first half, Embry-Riddle hadn't played until the last few minutes they finally caught their stride. Crouch hit a three-pointer to pull Riddle within 10, and at halftime, Missouri Western led 38-29. Missouri Western looked to protect home court, got off to a fast start, being led by returner Will Ames and Q Mays in the first half. Weems almost totaling a double-double with nine points and 10 rebounds in the first half. Q Mays added eight. In the second half, Embry Riddle settled right in. The pace, the flow, the execution, and the shot making really picked up for both teams. Embry Riddle took their first lead of the game with just over 12 minutes to play. After a Romeo Crouch three-pointer, the game would go back and forth the rest of the way. Changing leads, literally, the rest of the way. For the final 12 minutes, Missouri Western 
secured an offensive rebound from a free throw miss with 33 seconds. Q Mays drew a foul with 15 seconds remaining in regulation. Stepped to the line, made one, sent the game into overtime at 69 apiece. So for the last game of the first day of the small college basketball Hall of Fame Classic, we had overtime, and for the last five minutes, it was all Embry-Riddle, who would pull away to win 83-77 over host Missouri Western. Big second half from John Alessandro of Embry-Riddle, finished with 15 points on the second half. Romeo Crouch added 19, and sharpshooter Elijah Jenkins finished with 18 points off the bench. Malcolm Whitlow, freshman, had 12. For Missouri Western, Will Eames finished 14 points, 16 rebounds, a double-double. Hugh Mays had 28 points. Caleb Burnett, 12 points, and the Griffins performed very well, just not quite well enough against Embry-Riddle. Let's go to both coaches for post-game comments. I'm here with, uh, here with Coach Will Martin of Missouri Western. Last game of the first day of the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame. Classic coach, overtime, first game of the season. Tough loss against a very good Emory Riddle team. What did you learn about your team tonight? You know, I think we're gritty. Uh, I think we're tough. Uh, I was proud of our, our way that we battled down the stretch. Um, Got to make free throws. Got to take care of the basketball. You know, same coach talk that every coach in America says after game one. I would be saying the same thing if we won. So, um, you know, I think we have a really good basketball team. I think that they're extremely connected. And we only gave them two goals this year. Be the most connected team in the country and play our best basketball in March. And so uh, both those goals are still attainable. Uh, we're going to watch the film. We're going to self-reflect, and we'll get better tomorrow. You have to be pleased with some of the performances you got tonight. Will Eames goes for a double-double, 14 and 16. Q May is terrific, you know, 28 points. Talk about their performances. Yeah, you know, Q's a senior, and he's really stepped into a leadership role in this team, and you, you saw those qualities tonight. And then Will Eames, his, his uh, redshirt freshman year, he was freshman of the year. Uh, I think that he has an opportunity to be an all-league player for us this year. Just his ability to make plays offensively, but even more so his ability to get rebounds. I think he had 16 or 17 tonight, you said. So, um, you know, both those guys are, are gritty and tough, and they're going to be huge for us. Coach, talk about the experience of being not only the host school, but being a participant in a small college basketball Hall of Fame Classic, the induction ceremony last night. What does it mean to your program? It's humbling, you know. Uh, I just guy with over 714 wins I've got 14 so it's great competition uh, the, the history of the event John McCarthy's done a phenomenal job and you know we're really proud to be able to host it coach thanks for your time good luck this season thank you I'm joined now by coach Steve Ritter head coach at Embry-Riddle coach last game of the first day against really good Missouri Western team you end it with an overtime victory 83-77 first game of the year adversity what do you learn about your team tonight I think it's the first game of two years so we <laughs> enjoyed it was worth every 611 days waiting for this but what a great college basketball game coach Martin does a great job um, this is a well discipline and oiled machine so quality win against one of the better teams probably in the country a ranked team I am sure but maybe as good a league as there is in the country as well but proud of our guys how we fought uh, just had some times where we had to work through some adversity we were not hitting a lot of shots early and they got up 
and I thought our defense took over a little bit, got some stops, and we started getting a little bit of a rhythm. But just uh, we're trying to push all the right buttons. We're learning a lot tonight, but uh, what we do know is that we were all in and we believe we're going to find a way to get this one done. Looking at the stat line, Romeo Crouch, 19 points, Elijah Jenkins, 18 points. Big performance from John Alessandro, 15 points all in the second half. Talk about your players a little bit. I think our backcourt's one of the best backcourts in the country. Rose, one of the, I think, better players, maybe one of the top two or three players in the country. And tonight he wasn't really the Romeo that we're used to in terms of efficiency. Elijah made some big buckets. I thought he was very aggressive, particularly in the second half. And then John Alessandro was a recruit that we thought we were getting. And uh, he proved that one against the Gators on last Monday. He's a triple threat. He can score, he can rebound, he can defend, and he can absolutely create shots for others. He's a gamer. I thought he made some big plays and that mm -hmm. big tip in down the stretch. And mm -hmm. defensively, he was strong. But he's a winner. I mean, these guys that play in Ohio, they're well coached. They're in their early years of growing up. I'm dead serious. I've had three or four of them, and every one of them have toughness, and they know how to make plays. And John's going to be a really special one for us. How special was this game, you said, coming off a 611-day, I guess we can call it a layoff or a pause. How special was this game for you? Not the win or the loss had it occurred, but just to play. Well, anything in life, as we all know, is uh, is a wake-up call. You take something for granted, and it's taken away from you. Mm -hmm. So these guys are pilots and engineers and air traffic control guys, and you know they're, they're all kinds of majors. But sometimes people don't realize they freaking love basketball. Mm -hmm. They're passionate about it. And it was taken away from them for a year. And you could tell even during our shoot-around, dude, we, had it. we were so jacked up. We're like taking deep breath. We don't even play that late tonight. I told them to pace yourself. What well, coach tells the team to, you know, hey, take a deep breath, guys. We're not even on, for, you know, 745. And we were seriously saying that to the guys. But uh, they were – I like how our bench is in. You know, the big thing with coaching and what we all try to do, and I'm not the master, but you're trying to get guys to play a role and do their job and have an attitude that you simply do not care who gets the credit. Mm -hmm. And right now, that's where we are. We needed to maybe win a close game. It was one thing that we didn't do a couple years ago. We were 15-1 and one at home. We were not that on the road. And so that's one of the reasons we built this schedule. If you're going to be a good team on the road, you got to learn and practice on being a good team on the road. Mm -hmm. And I thought tonight we did the things that it takes to, to close out a game. Coach, talk about the experience of being here at the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame, the induction ceremony last night, the event this weekend, the games. What does it mean to your program here from Florida? Yeah, we're big on the program. We love championships we've won, and we love our team, but we're big on doing things the right way. And I have probably even a greater appreciation for the events and what it takes to put on having done the the ad stuff for 20 plus years it's a lot of work to put on the events that we just had and blown away with the the time it spent the organization and that's what we wanted to see our guys really uh, experience and we're up here this is a basketball trip where you know we take trips and sometimes we skirt off to see something to do sightseeing or have an experience we're here as a group to learn about the game of basketball, us playing, and then watching some of the best teams in the program or in the country. So it's a basketball trip, and our guys are loving it. They love the event yesterday. They love just talking, listening to guys that have played the game at a high level. And the last thing is we have tremendous gratitude for being here. John, 
uh, has a lot of options. There are a lot of teams that would like to come here, and we feel very fortunate and blessed to be here, and we're taking advantage of it. Well, Coach, good luck the rest of the season. Yeah. Thanks so much for hopping on the podcast. Thank you, Coach. Good to see you. On Sunday afternoon, here we are back in St. Joe's, Missouri, from the Small College Basketball National Hall of Fame Classic. And the first matchup of the day featured two teams looking to bounce back from challenging Saturday games. Northern State versus Rockhurst. Early on in this one, all Northern State up 12 halfway through the first half. Nice adjustment by Rockhurst head coach Drew Diener to get the Rockhurst guards over the ball screens or icing the ball screens on the wing against Sam Mastin of Northern State. Defensive adjustment combined with an offensive burst from Nick Bowles. He had 16 first half points, cut the deficit to three at halftime. Northern State led 40-37. But the second half belonged to Northern State's Jordan Belka. Coming out red hot, 11 points in the first five minutes on three made threes, a couple of free throws to push the Wolves lead to 14 points. And by the under five media timeout, Northern State had pushed the lead to 19, their largest of the game on an 11-0 run. Final score, Northern State, 77, Rockhurst, 59. Northern State, led by Jordan Belka, finished with 24 total points, 17 in the second half, five made second half three-pointers. Sam Mastin added 15. Freshman Jackson Mone, 16 points, seven rebounds. Northern State putting the pieces together for a great bounce-back victory. For Rockhurst, much better performance in their second game of the Classic after getting another good game out of Nick Bulls. He had 22 points. Rich Beyer played well once again, adding 11 points in the backcourt. Jake Auer, Charlie Honey played well for Rockhurst. Overall, good bounce back game. Not the result that Coach Diener probably wanted, but much better overall performance for Rockhurst in Sunday's first game of the small college basketball Hall of Fame Classic. Congrats to Northern State. They finished the weekend 1-1. One The second game on Sunday offered up a potential NCAA Division II South Region matchup between Embry-Riddle and Alabama-Huntsville. Both teams came out absolutely on fire. At the first media timeout, Alabama-Huntsville led 22-21. They had five made threes. Embry-Riddle was 100% from the field on seven of seven from behind the arc. Every Riddle and Alabama Huntsville changed defenses throughout the half and into the second half, trying to give each other different looks. It didn't matter. Every Riddle finished the half with 14 made threes and 20 points from Elijah Jenkins. Not to be outgunned, Alabama Huntsville got a great 20 minutes from Cheney Johnson, who also had 20 points in the first half. At the half, Every Riddle led 52-48. All game long, this was an entertaining matchup with a ton of pace. Both teams bursting out of the gate in the second half. Alabama Huntsville went ahead 75-69 following an 8-0 run. And they led by six at the under 10 media timeout. Embry Riddle battled back behind that continued hot shooting of Elijah Jenkins. Pulling within three points with one minute to go in the game. Jenkins nailed a four-point play from the deep left corner. 
with a minute to go. One possession later, offensive rebound by Nikola Jertic was enough for Emirello to hold off Alabama Huntsville 103-96. What a terrific basketball game, ton of excitement. Elijah Jenkins finished the game with 44 points on 14 of 23 from the field with 11 made three-pointers. That set a small college basketball Hall of Fame classic record for the most three-pointers in a game. Also, as a team, Embry-Riddle connected on 22 made threes from behind the arc. Also, a small college basketball Hall of Fame classic record. Malcolm Whitlow, true freshman off the bench for Embry-Riddle, added 14 points. Alabama Huntsville made 15 threes of their own, got 35 points and six rebounds from Cheney Johnson, 19 points apiece from Luke Barnett and Max Schulman, and an instant classic in St. Joe's, Missouri. Congrats to Embry-Riddle going 2-0 on the weekend. Sunday's matinee at the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic was a top 25 matchup of teams that won their opening game the day before. Number one in the country, Northwest Missouri State, squared off against number 21, Seattle Pacific University. This one appeared to be all Northwest. Seattle Pacific jumped out to a quick 7-0 lead, but a 14-0 run behind Trevor Hudgens shrugged off Northwest Missouri's slow start. Hudgens had 10 points in the first half for Seattle Pacific. It was a challenge to get lead guard Devontae Moffitt going against the defense of Diego Bernard. Nine points from Shaw Anderson and 10 points in the first half from Harry Cabell kept Pacific within striking distance. They trailed 31-19 at halftime. The second half appeared to be all Northwest Missouri State again. But Seattle Pacific, Shaw Anderson, Devontae Moffitt would chop the lead to six points with just over a minute to play after nine straight points from lead guard Devontae Moffitt. They could not overcome the guard play of Trevor Hudgens in the end game. Hudgens and Northwest Missouri State held on to win 64-59. Northwest Missouri proved while they are number one in the country. They might be the most connected team in the nation on both sides of the ball. They communicate. They're unselfish offensively, they're unselfish defensively, and move together on a string. So good to watch them play. Their forward general, Trevor Hudgens, finished with 27 points. One might say a very quiet 27 points. West Dreamer had a double-double, 12 points and 10 rebounds. Seattle Pacific proved to be a tough out. They demonstrated all the intangibles of a top 25 program. Devontae Moffitt scored all 19 of his points in the second half. Shaw Anderson finished with 18 points. Harry Cabell finished with 15. If you're Coach Grant Leaf, you have to be pleased with your, your team's showing. Grit, toughness, competitiveness with the number one team in the country throughout some adversity. Congratulations to Seattle Pacific on going 1-1 at their opening weekend of the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic. And congrats to Ben McCollum and Northwest Missouri State going 2-0 on the weekend. The final game of the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic featured the host school, Missouri Western, versus the eighth-ranked team in the country, St. Thomas Aquinas. And Osbel Carabao was a man early for Stack, scoring the eight first points for Aquinas, but he was matched throughout the first half 
early on by Missouri Western's Q Mays. Talk about pace. This one was up and down the entire game with many bursts by both teams and hot shooting from Missouri Western. The full court pressure was stacked. Everybody went up and down. This one was deadlocked in the first half until the last possession. Q Mays knocked down a deep three to take the halftime lead. 46-43 for Missouri Western into the locker room. Huge 24 performances in the first half from Q Mays and Reed Glover for Missouri Western. 13 points for Mays, 9 points for Glover. They were matched by the inside-out punch of Osbel Carabao, who had 15 points in the first half, and Dimitri Roberts had 10. The second half did not disappoint. It's late here in Civic Arena as we're wrapping up. The hot shooting by Glover and Caleb Bennett stretched Missouri Western's lead to 15. Back-to-back-to-back three-pointers saw Missouri Western take a 73-58 lead with 10 minutes to play. Stack's unrelenting style was not going to go away. And Dimitri Roberts made two free throws with less than four minutes to go, cutting Missouri Western's lead to eight. But Q Mays and Missouri Western rallied behind a big three-point from Reese Glover. They would pull away to win the final game of the small college basketball Hall of Fame Classic by 11, 93-82, knocking off St. Thomas Aquinas, the number eight team in the country. Great performances. First, off the bench for Missouri Western, Jerron Thames, 12 points. Played really well off the bench, 6 for 7 from the field. Of course, Q Mays finished with 25. Reese Glover, 8 for 14 from behind the arc for 24 points. And Caleb Bennett, a solid performance from the three-point line, 5 for 5. He finished with 19. For Stack, Osbel Caballo had 21 points. Dimitri Roberts finished with 18 points. And Grant Singleton finished with 12. That's going to be a wrap for the eight games for the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic from St. Joe's, Missouri. Before we go, let's take a moment and honor the selections to the Small College Basketball National Hall of Fame Classic, the all-classic team from Seattle Pacific, Devontae Moffitt, from Alabama Huntsville, Chaney Johnson, from Stack, Osbel Caballo, Northwest Missouri State's Trevor Hudgens. Northwest Missouri State's Wes Dreamer. From Northern State, guard Sam Mastin. Also from Northern State, Jordan Belka. Q Mays of Missouri Western. Reese Glover of Missouri Western. Caleb Bennett of Missouri Western. And from Embry-Riddle, John Alessandro. The MVP of the 2021 Small College Basketball National Hall of Fame Classic from Embry-Riddle, Elijah Jenkins. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Small College Basketball Podcast from St. Joe's. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's Small College Basketball Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like and subscribe for weekly episodes and interviews devoted to the incredible programs, players, coaches, and history of small college basketball. Please leave a review if you enjoyed listening to this episode and use the links attached to this episode to share the Small College Basketball Podcast. The Small College Basketball Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast episodes. You can follow the Small College Basketball Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Please visit our website, www 
smallcollegebasketball.com.